but we've left it to the locals to, to make decisions about whether they want to use coercive measures or impose any type of, of criminal penalties. You know, we're not going to do that statewide. Governor Ron DeSantis yesterday talking about coercive measures as Jacksonville now has that mandatory mask policy in effect. Jacksonville City Council uh, President uh, Tommy Hazori with me live on Jacksonville's Morning News. So was there much debate among council members about making this uh, mandatory now throughout the city? Uh, no, we haven't even gotten to uh, it comes before the council, I think, on Thursday for a special uh, council meeting to officially declare uh, the mayor's emergency proclamation. Uh, the mayor has the authority to do it on his own volition. He did that. I think it was the right choice. Uh, enough's enough. We need to start adhering uh, to what's good public policy. And uh, while other cities have been doing it, uh, the mayor thought uh, long and hard before he made that decision. But I think it was the right decision. I think you'll see the council members uh, agree on uh, Thursday when we vote uh, the proclamation out. What might enforcement look like? Well, that's up in the air, as you can you can uh, see and hear and read. It um, you know it's a tough thing to ask the public uh, and arrest people for not wearing their masks. It's a um, it really, as the mayor has indicated over and over, and I think most of us have. It's a, it's a personal responsibility that they have to have, the public has to have, respect for themselves and respect for others. And uh, that has gotten out of hand right now, and uh, I don't think people really take it as some people, not all, obviously, have taken uh, uh, the spread as seriously as they should because, you know, it's increased in Jacksonville from 2 or 3% to, over the weekend, I think about 14%. Uh, you know, it's it's... It's unending, and uh, I don't know if we're in the first wave or if we've already begun the second wave, but we've got to be, you know, we our responsibility as a city is threefold, to protect the health, safety, and welfare of the community. Uh, it's not about dictating. It's about cooperating, and I think that's what's important uh, for all of us to know, or else uh, it's going to be hell to pay. How is a mandatory um, a, a policy in place not dictating is a question that we have heard from a number of people who are pushing back on it. Well, there are. There's those who think that they're uh, not vulnerable to, to this. The young people are starting to get it more between 20 and, and 30, 35. And, uh, but it's not just the young people. You know, when they start, and that's one of the reasons I think that the, the governor and, and uh, all of us have closed the bars once again. The gathering, uh, the hugging, the, the drinking, the camaraderie that you have at bars and, and uh, is, you know, it's very conducive to, to spreading the virus, if, if, whether you like it or not. You don't think about it. But uh, look at our firemen. Uh, over 200 and some odd uh, firefighters have, uh, are self-quarantined. Well, you know, they're a different uh, animal when it comes to uh, being susceptible because, you know, they're a family. They're there all day long in their stations. They go out and uh, they become asymptomatic. And and, uh, and what happens is you don't know you have it, and uh, it begins to spread. And, and it's awful. And, then, uh, and, and, uh, and it can't be helped, unlike the police. And unlike even though they're out and about, they don't live together like the firefighters do. Work a day off two days and, and uh, eat, sleep, and, and, um, and uh, talk all day long, being prepared. Uh, to go out to fight the latest uh, emergency, to address the latest emergency. 33-plus, I think, have been tested positive for the COVID-19. So, you know, we have to we still have to be smart about this. Uh, I don't know if it's stoppable right now. We don't have a vaccine. But the important thing is 
is to be careful, to be very careful, and be afraid. Be very afraid, and be on the on the uh, cautionary side. Uh, when the convention comes up, if they don't mandate uh, those masks, uh, then it's going to be you know free for all. You know, people like to have conventions, whether it's Republican, Democrat, or whatever, and uh, like to have a lot of hoopla and enjoyment and wear the big hats and and you know sing the praises of whatever they're doing and and uh, but you got to realize they're at risk. They are at risk. And the economic advantage of, uh, of a convention like the Republican convention or Democrat or any convention is great. And certainly a lot of our retailers and hotelers are always going to benefit. But uh, then you ask yourself, what price uh, your health, what price the protesting? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a tough, uh, tough uh, tightrope to walk on because, and I know the mayor had to make a tough decision. I'm not defending what he's done. Uh, I wouldn't have done it, but I think uh, the deed is done, and I think that uh, uh, there's no exit right now. And so we have to do everything that we possibly can uh, to minimize the amount of the spread of this uh, pandemic. Jacksonville City Council President Tommy Zori with 55 days until the Republican National Convention. Can the city enforce mask wearing for the people who will be here at uh, venues like Star Veterans Memorial Arena and hotels? You know, I don't know if they can they can require it, and they haven't made that decision yet. Again, the same question that arises today. Uh, is it uh, something that you can enforce? Uh, our police officers and, uh, and other first responders have enough to say grace over uh, than to go out and, and uh, say, hey, you don't have your mask, X number of dollar fine, or so many days in jail. That's not going to happen. But, but again, it's got to be personal responsibility. My goodness, uh, what else do they need to see until they get it, God forbid? And so... I, um, you know, it's happening all around us. Everybody has a friend. Everybody has someone that they know that is connected. I know at the very beginning, one of the top four, one of the people that come, we go to Panera, as we did before I became president, early mornings, and um, we had a group of people that, that met there and had breakfast like a lot of places do. And, and uh, this gentleman got, uh, he was 84, but he got pneumonia, went to the hospital, didn't find out for two weeks that uh, he had coronavirus, and he never returned. He was the fourth death. In Jacksonville. So, you know, it, it can happen to anybody. And uh, they have to realize it's not just about themselves, which helps protect them from others, but the others need to know when they go into a grocery store and you're wearing a mask and somebody isn't, as long as they're six feet apart, as long as they're social distancing, that's fine. But, uh, you know, a lot of them just get lax about it. They don't take it as seriously as I think that they should. They, you know, they can argue that, well, it's the freedom of doing what you want to do, but. Uh, you know, that virus has no friends. Jacksonville City Council President Tommy Zori, appreciate the time. Obviously, it's going to be a debate that will be a spirited debate in the coming hours and days. We'll have in-depth coverage for you throughout the day. Marque show coming up at 10 and a closer look at that mask policy in detail at WOKV.com at 757.